1: This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. from Agape Embassy Ministries of Elitaria, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. We
2: stand on the We just wanted to stop and say thank you for your continued support of this awesome radio broadcast.
1: So, if you're ever in the Alexandria, Virginia area, come and stop by the embassy for one of our weekly services. We just wanted to say we love you and we hope to see you soon.
2: Enjoy this powerful series from Dr. Mills entitled Spiritual Authority, Gifts. Each one of us has been
1: designed and given specific responsibility by God. What is it? That's why I've been talking about purpose, you understand? Find out from God what is it that he wants you to do, not what I want you to do. I can't stop anything that God has, has deemed to be so. I can't stop it. There's no way I can stop it. So we need to know exactly, okay, God, what, what is it? What is that you have for me? What do you want me to do? Amen. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not talking about what you do in the, in the, in when we come together. The body of Christ is the body of Christ, whether we are in this place or away from this place. We're still the body of Christ. So I'm talking about what you do, period. Jesus came that you may have life, okay? What's your life about? And how does your life now support my life or Mr. Jerome's life or First Lady's life or anybody's life that's in here? How does your life support the rest of us? Are you all understanding what I'm saying? And so when we when we have this idea, you understand, that you're all out, all out for yourself. You're not You don't understand. God did not create you to be selfish. He created you to support others. So you don't like what's going on um, because you think that you suppose, no, you need to talk to God about that. God knows exactly where you are, who you are, what you're doing, whether you're doing it here in front of us. Anybody knows what you're doing or not. God knows exactly what you're doing. And, and it's his, it's up to him to use you, not up to the pastor to use you. Can we understand that? Everybody want to look at the pastor, want, want the pastor to see you. I don't need to see you. Who needs to see you is God. That's who needs to see you. And he see you whether you're here or whether you're away from here. He knows exactly what you're doing. He knows whether or not when you're away from here, you're still representing him. And he's not going to bring you here to show you off so that you can get your own personal accolades for it. Amen. Sound like foundation, doesn't it? I get rough in foundation, what would it say? Yeah. No, 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 uh-uh, no. God knows whether or not you want to make a show in front of everybody or whether or not you're really there to glorify and to magnify him. You see? And that's true worship. God says he's looking for true worshipers, those who would worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Are we going to be true worshipers or are we going to be people who want somebody look at us and give us accolades and clap and and pat us on the back and say, you did a good job. I could care less whether you tell me I did a good job on Sunday or not. The only one I'm looking for to tell me I did a good job is God. I'm I'm waiting for him to say, well done. See, if God doesn't say well done, hey, it doesn't make no difference what you say. I've performed in front of you all and you can't give me nothing. No, it's God who's going to, is going to give me something. You understand what I'm saying? And so if all you're doing is so that God can see you, you understand? That's a whole different ballgame. And he sees everything that you're doing. Amen. Are y'all with me? Glory to God. That'll humble you. I guarantee you that will humble you. Yeah, yeah. And I've had people, you know, who wanted, wanted me to pat them on the back. I'm like, you ain't did nothing.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, I, I used to have a rough time, you know, when we first got started because, you know, everybody thought, you know, well, uh, you could at least tell them, you know, they get a good job. Like, <laughs> they ain't did nothing. <laughs> you got to understand, If God is directing me, you did a good job because God saw you, not because I saw you. God will direct me to honor you. Otherwise, you're going to have some, it's going to be, it's going to be some false stuff around. Amen. Are y'all with me? Yeah. Glory to God. We get in our flesh, and we want everyone somebody to say something good about us, and all that kind of stuff, you know. Well, at least he could have said, "I did a good job." <laughs> who are you looking? Who are you looking for to 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 promote you, the pastor or God? And that'll humble you a little bit. Yeah. Amen. Okay, let me, I'm trying to get through this, you understand? Trying to get down through. But we got to see this, amen? And so what verse was I at? Verse 18, but now God has set members, uh, set the members, each one of them in the body just as he pleased. No, 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 okay, come on, come on. Y'all get this, get this, okay? What does it say? but now god has set the members each one of them in the body just as he pleased so when you are not where you think you should be who should you be talking to what you say god. yeah because whether I put you in a place or not, if it wasn't God who wanted you there, you're still not going to be able to do what you think you're able to do because it wasn't God who put you there. The ability to perform in a position does not come from a person. It comes from God. And so I could put you in a position you'll never be able to perform there because God was not the one who put you there. I put you there. Is that understood? Yeah. So you always want God to put you someplace. Amen. I, you know, and I, and, I, and, I, and I, I've said this before. I don't know whether y'all got it or not. Some of y'all may not even heard it before, but whenever we have gone any place, my wife can tell you, she's my witness and, You know, I don't know how much credence that is because she's my wife. You know, some people, you know, you go to court, you understand, and your wife's word about what you do don't mean a squat. You got to have somebody else other than your wife. Anybody been to
0: court?
1: Nobody been to court but me. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, um you know you God is the one who places you in a place and you want to make sure that God is the one who says this is where you should be, other than somebody else vouching for you. I can put you in a place I could vouch for you, but if God has if it's not God, nothing happens. Nothing happens. So we're in positions. And we talk to God about it because God put us there. Amen. Uh, We do little things, you understand, here in the the ministry here. God will honor some things that I do. You understand? But, um, and that's, that's, you know, some things that, you know, may not hurt people or whatever. You put people in places where they can hurt other people. um, You know, God's going to jump on, you know, the leadership. Why did you put that person in that place and you knew that they were not ready for it? Amen. Anyway, that's 18 says, but now God has set members, each one of them in the body, just as he pleased. If they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you again, uh, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. Did you see that? So you may think that um, some people may think that, you know, the greeters. Maybe that's a weak position. Because they're not the pastor. They're necessary. You know what happens? When you come to that door and a greeter meet you with a frown on their face, ugly attitude, you don't want to be a part of this church. You never get to the pastor. Why? Because those who thought that the position that they were in wasn't—I'm I'm just a greeter. If you carry yourself with that kind of attitude, you're missing God. Well, you know, I'm just a greeter at my church. Do you understand the position that you have? You're the first, first line of demarcation before you get to the pastor. Do you understand that people is is looking at you and determining whether or not they want to be a part of this church? And you come up with a nasty attitude. You know, listen, if you get up on the wrong side of the bed, somebody says, I got up on the wrong side of the bed. If you get up on the wrong side of the bed on Sunday morning and you agree to tell them this Sunday morning, I can't greet. <laughs> you got up on the wrong side and the wrong side is not going to be the right side for anybody who comes through that door and see you. You just let them know today is not the day for me to greet. They said, why? Just take my word for it. You don't have to go in a whole lot of detail, you understand? Just today is not the day for me to greet until you can get to a place where you know how to encourage yourself. Set yourself down so that you're not messing up other people. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you imagine, I'm going to stop here in a minute. Can you imagine praises coming in, getting up on the wrong side of the bed, This morning was not a good morning for me. And the devil does things, you understand, before you get here. Especially, you understand, if you're married, you understand. And um, (laughs) I got to leave. I got to leave. I got to come over here. Especially if you're married, you understand. And the first thing that the devil want to do is to use your mate. And especially if you have position where people are going to notice you, you're coming in. You understand, and and uh, people are looking at you. You're going to make an impression on them as to whether or not they really want to be a part of this ministry or want to come in and he- they want to come and hear the word. But here you are. You're not happy praising. This morning, you're up there with a frown in your face. You understand? Because you're thinking about what your mate said to you before you left the house or why you were on the way. That's why. That's why the Bible says those who are not married, they good. They in good shape. And married and, and, and see, single people don't even understand this. They understand they are free. To worship God, you understand, a whole lot more than people who are married. Free. Free. I can worship God. I ain't got nobody this morning. Ain't nobody messing with me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Don't have to argue with somebody on the way. You understand? In your car, all that kind of thing. You understand? Just before you got out the car, something said. You understand? And all of a sudden, it jerks you back in the car. You understand? You all upset about whatever was said. Now you're getting out the car. You're not thinking about God. All you're thinking about is what the last thing that was said. You can't even get God on your mind because you got on your mind. The last thing that your mate said to you. Single people ain't got no mate. They ain't got to worry about that. Mm, Don't don't have to, listen, even if they rode somebody in their vehicle because they're not married to them, they just disregard whatever they say. All about that, dude. All about that, Don't have to worry about a thing. Ain't got to worry about a thing. Hey, I don't even have to deal with that person no more. But the people who are married, they think, about well, I can go home. I'm going to see this person again. And all through service, you're trying, to, you're trying to see, what can the pastor say? What can the pastor say that my mate can hear this? Come on, Pastor, get him. Get him, Pastor. Get her, Pastor. Get her. Hey, heard. Listen, haven't heard not one thing I said. I got to stop.
2: Hey, WAVA family. Thanks for tuning in to the Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. Dr. Mills has blessed us with another dynamic teaching on spiritual gifts. So before we end the broadcast, I want to briefly touch on why spiritual gifts are essential to God's will for our lives. It's so important for us to understand that each one of us has been given a gift. The Apostle Paul speaks on this in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verses 4 through 6, when he says, There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of workings, but in all of them and in everyone, it's the same God at work. Some of us might be under the impression that spiritual gifts are only given to apostles, pastors, prophets, evangelists, and teachers, which are used mainly in the church. Well, that's not true. Your gift might be in the creative field, such as an artist, a singer or a dancer. Perhaps your area of gifting is in the corporate or legal field such as a business person, an accountant, or an attorney. Whatever gift that God has placed on the inside of you is for the benefit of others so that their specific needs can be met. That passage of scripture says that there are many gifts and that they're given to everyone. Hey Amen. Family, that's awesome news. Some years ago, I came to know and realize that God has given me a gift to teach. Teaching was always something that came very natural to me since I was a child. Even in my childhood, I can remember so many times when I would learn something new, I would always want to show someone else how to do what I had learned. Whether it was showing another kid how to tie their shoes, ride a bicycle, or even as I got older and began to drive, I always got the biggest thrill when I was able to teach someone how to drive a stick shift or even ride a motorcycle. On my job, I was always found it odd that my supervisor would make me train the new hires. One day as I was training another man on how to drive a forklift, a woman who was watching us said to me, I think you've missed your calling. You're supposed to be a teacher. (laughs) A gift is meant to be given, both in the spiritual and natural sense of the word. A gift symbolizes your generous nature towards people. It also reflects your affection and love towards others, especially the body of Christ. Listen, you guys, as believers, God has adopted us into the most important family of all, the family of God, which is the body of Christ. Just like any good father would, God wants the very best for his children. The Apostle Paul speaks of this in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 through 5. And this time I'll be reading from the New Living Translation and it says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we're united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. Because we chose to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we've been adopted into the family of God to manifest his will by using the spiritual gifts that have been given to us. Not only has God given us gifts, he's also given us the ability and the authority to use them. In the message today, Dr. Mills said, Authority is the right to do or permission, liberty, and power to do something. So, knowing that we have the right to act on God's behalf, we should have full confidence concerning our gifts. Ministering spiritual gifts is a way of expanding kingdom influence on the earth. People need what you have. It's our responsibility to give back what God has entrusted us with we owe it to each other and to those who are not yet in the body of christ that includes family friends co-workers and people we don't even know they all should be blessed by our gift in their lives that unique gift might be the first step in leading someone to christ also it might be what a fellow believer needs to gain more enlightenment on the things of god concerning their life we should never think that our gift is insignificant God knows exactly how to meet the needs of people. That's why he placed that gift inside of you. Amen. You might be thinking, Pastor Jay, I know I have a gift and the authority to use it, but I just don't know specifically what my gift is. Well, I'll say this. Have you ever asked God? Because our Heavenly Father loves and knows us better than we know ourselves. He's more than willing to answer that question for you. In fact, once you've discovered your gift, you'll begin to understand what your purpose in life is. We must understand that we bring value to the earth with what's hidden on the inside of us. So release it and others will be built up in their faith to live out the life that God has intended for them. Here at the embassy, our prayer is that you have gained some wisdom and some understanding from today's broadcast. This is Pastor Jay letting you know that we love you and we'll see you next week, same time, same place.
0: To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Visit us on the web at embassy. Org. Dr. Mills invites you to listen to the broadcast for more Reigning in Life Through Faith Join us for our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia. Or give us a call at 703